Good morning, my brother. Thank you for having me. Good to have you, man. Uh, around 1,500 independent candidates in this election, more than we've ever had. In your view, what, what has given rise to the emergence of all these people who are going it alone? You know, um, Udo, I think um, one of uh, the factors that is uh, overlooked when we're discussing uh, local government politics and the number of um, independent candidates and the contestations uh, that are taking place there, a lot of it is not so much about um, service delivery to people. It's not so much about serving. Uh, I, I think there's a real problem of unemployment um, that is, um, you know, uh, out there, you know, people having lost uh, uh, their livelihoods due to COVID and all that, and that some people see politics as the way out of, uh, you know, their difficult situations or a way for them to make a living. If, if we take a, a district like Zululand, for instance, the mayor there, and, and not so long ago, said that, and, you know, more than 30% of, um, you know, the people who are employed in that environment are employed by government, mm. uh, you know, mm. various fields of government. So I think there's that problem of unemployment that, uh, you know, needs to be attended to. Uh, but also, I think, uh, you know, the more we mature as a democracy, um, you know, we people are going to be uh, moving away from their traditional, uh, you know, political homes, uh, you know, uh, mm. looking for other things, uh, you know, uh, and, and um, you know, we will see, uh, you know, a growth in a number of uh, political formations. And I think as the country moves to what, what I would call electoral reform, mm. um, you'll, you'll see that people now would want to uh, experience what is called representative democracy, where uh, when matters of the country or matters of their local uh, uh, municipality are discussed, mm. they want to know that they have their own person uh, who is not necessarily representing a political party, but representing them. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, I wonder if, if that will almost, in a sense, replicate this, this desire from all of us to, to have a constituency system where, where you know the person that you vote for is in an office somewhere in the town that you live. Udo, 100%. 100%. Um, you know, let me make an example with the United States, for instance. Uh, they've got the constituency system. If there is a matter that is being discussed, at the national level, whether it is about impeaching the president mm-hmm. or removing the president from office or anything like that, members of Congress or members of parliament go to their constituencies to get a mandate, to canvass mm-hmm. the views of their constituencies so that they vote according to the wishes of their constituencies. That's representative democracy. But where in South Africa, you know, like in South Africa, a situation where we elect political parties and political parties at national and and, and provincial level, political parties decide who they send to represent Mm, them mm. uh, in parliament or at the provincial legislature, that person gets the mandate from the political party. It doesn't matter what people are saying on the ground. What matters is what the political party gives him, and, or him or her mm, and instructions mm. to do. So I think people don't like that. And yeah, I think we are no, going to you. gradually move away from okay. that. 
You know, I think that is uh, that is a de facto um, uh, electoral reform in my view. All right, Makusini, just just stand by for me. I must admit, when you said local love, uh, government elections, not always about service delivery. I almost wanted to call you Gareth Cliff, but just 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 hang on there. Uh, I, I just want to check on what's happening in the world uh, and go to headlines. And Musa, good morning. Are you there? Good morning. Udo. Fantastic. I'm here. Lovely. Right. Let's get into the news headlines. Good morning. In the headlines, IEC CEO Sai Mamabolo has urged voters to return to their voting districts by 5 p.m. today if they have travelled and ensure that they cast their vote. He has expressed concern about voter turnout in the special voting process this weekend. ANC President Cyril Ramaphosa says entering into a coalition with other political parties post-elections is not a priority for the ANC. And three people have been killed and a hundred others wounded in Sudan in clashes with the security forces during protests against the recent military takeover in the country. I'll have details on these and other stories at 7. You are listening to The Weekend View on SAFM. Uh, don't forget the Jet Set Breakfast coming your way this morning between 7 and 10 this week's guest presenters, Dr. Crispin Oliver, chair of the Presidential Climate Commission. He'll talk COP26. Uh, also, Google to partner with UNESCO uh, to support digital journalism training in Africa. That's a step in the right direction, I think. And uh, send in your big fat juicy on WhatsApp or SMS 41391. And as always, those are charged at one rand fifty. Let's head back to uh, our political analysis now of the in- Independence in South Africa going into these local government elections and also uh, issues of intimidation and violence of some of the candidates that we've seen. Makusini, you're back with us. I-, I just want to pick up on the theme of the independence once more and just to kind of underline it by the fact that there'll be 1,500 uh, this time around, more than ever before in the local government elections. I, I suppose what the electorate also needs to look at when they look at these independents is how many of them have now broken away from the bigger parties because of whatever fallout may have happened at local level there within that bigger party because it's going to have an impact on how the voters view these independents and what they can or can't do. Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's very important. I think, uh, you know, the rule for me would be that, uh, you know, if if, um, as a voter you're going to decide to vote for an independent, it must be somebody that you know, um, you know, somebody whose conduct you are familiar with, uh, you know, so that you you, you don't vote, uh, go out and cast your vote on somebody who has an agenda that isn't about the interests of uh, the citizens or the ratepayers. There are instances where, you know, someone is defeated within a political party uh, for for, for nomination, and and they decide that, uh, you know, they are going to start their own thing, they're going to be an independent. Mm. There is no... um, deeper, uh, you know, uh, intention to, to do something good, but it's about uh, self-preservation. But there are instances where a, a person decides that I can no longer proceed with this political party for the things that I've seen them doing, yeah. uh, you know, in this municipality. And I, I, as a person of integrity, I want to stand as an independent to serve people. So I think 
the voters they must interrogate uh, independence just as hard and as much as they interrogate political parties to make sure that they vote correctly. All right. Final question, uh, and we're wrapping up here because we, we witness a number of independents being bullied and not allowed to campaign. We've had a gentleman uh, in Soshanguwe this morning, Tepo Malefani, who simply is in hiding right now because he fears for his life. There have been attacks, there have been killings in South Africa. I'm really beginning to be concerned that once we've cast our votes, there will be people at local level going to the IEC and saying, the election for me was unfair, it was not free, I'm contesting the results because of the intimidation we've seen. I think there are um, you know, processes that need to be followed when, if as a candidate or as a political party you're facing intimidation to the point that you can't campaign. I think we do have a electoral court, uh, you know, the police are there for, for, for that. Uh, what I would caution against is a situation where, you know, um, you know, the integrity of the election is questioned. Because mm. once we start on that road, it becomes a slippery slope. Uh, we, we, we may end up like other countries where, you know, you have an election and you don't know whether to trust the results or not. I think in South Africa we've been fortunate in that, uh, you know, we don't get too many things right. But one thing we get right in this country all the time is that we always produce elections that are free mm, and mm. credible. And that has happened in the past and I hope it's going to continue. All right, we shall leave it there, but we must have you back because I'm willing to bet once the results are out, the big thing we're going to be talking about are coalitions. But for uh, this, I am contracted to the SADC for the next two weeks, by the way. Lovely, <laughs> lovely. We shall have you back uh, in that in that window period. The independent analyst Makusinim Gitya, thank you very much.